Hello, welcome to the Grow Your Wealthy Mindset Podcast, where it is all about helping amazing physicians just like you create a wealthy life free from burnout and with the financial security to practice medicine on your own terms. I'm your host, Dr. Elisa Zhang. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Grow Your Wealthy Mindset Podcast. I'm so excited today to bring you a guest, Risha Bergstrom who is a practicing radiologist in Northern California who specializes in women's imaging. Of course, that's not why I brought her to talk with us today. She is the founder of the Physician Philanthropist, where she helps doctors donate effectively, invest responsibly, and spend thoughtfully so that they can maximize the positive impact they want to have in the world. So help me welcome my guest, and I'm going to let you talk a little bit more about yourself. Well, hi, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited about what you're doing here and just happy to contribute however I can. So I am a working doctor. (laughs) I am currently practicing, but one of my great passions is kind of this part of financial literacy, as I think of it. It's like another pillar of financial literacy is what does your money do when you put it out into the world and what kind of power you have to make the world a little bit more like what you would like to see in it. And that's where this all came about um, with the physician philanthropist. And I wanted to be able to help people understand how they can do these things in a way that can affect change, how they can put their money out there in the world to affect change, whether they're donating or investing or spending. And I'm really excited about the investing portion of it. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense to me when it comes to charity and donating. And I certainly, when I donate, I go to places like Charity Watch to make sure I'm donating to organizations that really use the money for the cause that I want it to be used for and not a lot of administration. But tell me more about socially responsible investing. Well, so socially responsible investing is basically the idea that when you are making an investment, you are making some kind of impact in the world with it. You're basically saying, these are the companies I want to succeed. And the the good thing about it is that you have a choice. You can choose what you want your money to be supporting. So you get to choose if you would like to invest in things that are socially responsible, or there's a lot of different names for it. You might see it as socially responsible investing or sustainable investing or values-based investing, but it's basically a way to invest that aligns with your personal values and basically says, these are the companies that you want to see succeed in the world. And companies that are considered socially responsible, there are a lot of different types of funds that are out there already that are really easy to find. Right. So how do you get started in social responsible investing? Well, one of the ways to start is if you already are invested, you can look at what what you already have what you're already invested in. Because a lot of the things that we have, and I know I've done this and I still have things in my portfolio that might not 100% align with with what my values are. So a good place to start is just by looking at what you have and where you're investing. And then the, the next step is deciding if you already have some kind of investment funds, for example, if you're invested in mutual funds or something like that for like, at a place like Fidelity or Vanguard or something like that, there are specific funds that you can find that are already there that you can usually transfer your money from one fund to another. Or if you have future investments, you can decide that that's where you want to invest them. So some of like the specific things to look for that are available, they will, if you just search on the websites, 
of, for example, Fidelity or Schwab or Vanguard or whatever it is, you you just put in something like socially responsible investing or or values-based investing, and they will give you options of funds that they have. And then how would you decide between the different funds that show up? So there's a lot of different ways to decide. That's a really good question. And that's where things get really kind of interesting and exciting. One of the things to look for is specifically, you can find what are called ESG funds, which are environmental, social, and governance funds, which pay attention to all these different steps that a company takes in the way that they work. They evaluate their environmental impact. They evaluate their social impact on communities, and they evaluate their governance. Are they fair to their workers? How are their boards made up? All those kinds of things. So you can look for what are called these ESG funds. And those are funds that are already vetted, that are already evaluated for those different types of impacts. So that's a really great way to start. So you can look for these ESG funds, and then you will also find that they'll often give you options that might be related to to different values that you have or different things that you want to invest in. So for example, there might be specific funds that are for things like clean water. So it could be an ESG fund that focuses on clean water, or it could be a fund that focuses on women-owned businesses. So you know that your money is going to support women-owned businesses or things like that. So there are different types of funds that might be already available where where you invest your money. That's great. And how does that differ from impact? Okay, that's a really good question. (laughs) These types of investing can be investments in companies that are doing things well in a way that's good for the society, good for the environment, but they might not be the initial focus of the company. Whereas if you're doing something like impact investment, the company is specifically designed to do something good for society. So I can give you an example. (laughs) That'd be great. A socially responsible investment in a company might be something like there's a yogurt company called Chobani, and they do a great job in terms of their governance, in terms of their social impact to the communities that they have their plants in. They're very thoughtful about the environment, but they weren't set up to solve a specific problem. They were set up to make yummy yogurt. (laughs) So I do love their yogurt. (laughs) I do too. And I love it more now that I know more about the company, Uh, but they have all of these great, you know, governance plans that are baked in, but it wasn't set up to, you know, solve world hunger. It was set up in that in to make yogurt, but do it in a really thoughtful, responsible way. So that would be a, that's an example of a socially responsible company or a values-based investment type of company. Whereas something that would be an impact investment will be something that's specifically designed to solve a problem. So another example would be something like there is a company called Zipline, I believe, and it is based in Rwanda and a um, engineer made drones that would be able to deliver medical products such as blood products or medications in much faster time than they could be gotten from the, the warehouses to the hospitals. So there were problems where you know, somebody would be sick, they would need an emergency transfusion, but it might take three hours for them to be able to get the blood to the person. That could be very problematic in acute situations. There might be impassable roads or all of that, 
what they did was they bypassed that and from their warehouses, they could use a drone and get blood products to the hospital in six minutes. And you can imagine that's a really big benefit. Okay. This is a company that makes money, <laughs> but the idea was behind the company to have a specific benefit. So when you're looking at impact investing, does that mean you really have to be investing in individual companies? Not necessarily. There are impact investing funds as well. And how would you find out about those? Um, those can be a little bit more complex to find. So the values-based investing and socially responsible investing, those things are really easy to step into right away because they're kind of already in there. They're already set up. Impact investing can take a, another extra step. There are some financial institutions that do have those options as well. You might have to do just a little bit more digging to see what those are. But there are also other impact investing firms and companies that specifically do this. Those kinds of investments, depending on what they are, they might have a higher amount that you have to do as initial investment. But you can find options. There's a, uh, a website called Values Advisor. So Values Advisor is can help you find uh, impact investing firms that are specifically for that. So like, like I said, you, have, you might have to take a few extra steps if you want to be doing something like that, as opposed to just aligning the portfolio that you have or working within the institution you're already in. So how would all this affect like your return on investment? Okay, this is, that's another excellent question. I love this question because historically it's been thought that you have to sacrifice returns to be able to do this, to be able to do impact investing or socially responsible investing. But it's actually been found that you can really, for the vast majority of these, expect market rate returns. Now, there's also some discussion around these that there might actually be lower risk in some of these companies. Because you can imagine if a company is working environmentally safe, if their governance is sound and they're not being you know, bad to their employees, that they actually decrease the risk that the company might be exposed to things to things like losing employees or lawsuits or um, new legislation that might stop an aspect of their production or something like that. So with these kinds of investments, with socially responsible investments, you can not only expect money rate return, uh, the market rate returns, but you can also possibly have lower risk as well. It is important to note though, sometimes these do have uh, slightly higher fees. So these are not, you know, if you put something in an index fund and nothing has to be done with it, it doesn't take any work in management. So sometimes it's good to be aware that these might have slightly higher management fees. And when, when I think about that for myself, I like to think that it's part of the value that I'm getting from the investment. Like I'm okay with spending a little bit more on those management fees because I believe so strongly that what um, I'm investing in uh, makes, makes a difference. What other considerations do you think someone can, should consider when they're thinking about going into socially responsive investing or impact investing? I think it's good to have an idea of kind of an overall plan of how you want to get involved. I think it's good to also start with baby steps <laughs> and not think like, oh my goodness, I have to completely change everything I've done in the past and, and you know, reinvest and figure it all out and divest and get 
all of this. You really don't have to do that. You can take these small steps and just start to see what's available with what you already have. And you might not want to touch what you already have, but maybe for your next investment or your next contribution, maybe uh, open up a, an ESG account, like within already, like you're in your retirement account, if it's available or something like that. So there are a lot of kind of easy, simple steps that you can do to start. But I think that the most important thing is, first of all, not to feel like you have to do it all at once or that, you know, <laughs> it has to be this giant thing. It can be small steps and you might find that you get, you, you feel really good about it and might want to be doing a little bit more. Uh, and it, as you do that, you can kind of figure out and make a plan along the way. How, how do I want to build my portfolio in this direction? If I'm going to be making these kinds of investments and do I want to uh, plan to do 10% of my portfolio now and maybe see how those returns work and, and increase along the way. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, you could really start with just a small percentage of your, of your portfolio, even one or 2%, and then just see how it goes and increase as you know, you feel more comfortable. Exactly, exactly. I think it's really helpful with these, with these kinds of switches in thinking to not have an all or none kind of idea. Like you can do some good, even if you just do small changes. How much work would you say it is to get involved into socially responsible investing or impact investing? Um, for the socially responsible or values-based investing, it's really minimal. It's, I mean, it, it's really, it could be like five minutes of going on to, you know, your Fidelity account and typing in ESG and saying, you know, transfer these funds to this fund. <laughs> so it, it can be really, really minimal to kind of get your foot in the door. And once you kind of see things, then you'll, you'll be able to see what other kind of opportunities are out there. And then, as I said, if you want to do impact investing, that might take a little bit more work. So sometimes it's easier to step in with what's already available, but you might be inspired and excited. And then it doesn't, it doesn't feel like as much work. <laughs> Yeah, so it sounds like maybe if this is all new to you to maybe start out with the socially responsible investing, because it's just as easy as buying some mutual funds. And then if you're really excited about it, maybe start getting more educated on impact investing and looking into different companies or if there are different funds. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's all kinds of different opportunities for those things. Is there anything else you think our listeners should know? One of the ways that I love to think about, about making impact as well is there are ways to kind of build on these kinds of things, these kinds of investments and these, this, these kinds of positive ways of putting your money out into the world. And one of the vehicles that you can actually use for impact investing, if you're interested in impact investing, is a donor advised fund, which is, it is actually a charitable investment account. So these easy to set up when if you can do that through whatever financial institution you're already in. And what it does is you donate your money to a donor advised fund, you get the full tax benefit, and then you can invest the money so it can grow. And then all of that money will go to charity. You won't be able to take the money out, but it can be a really good spot for a, uh, an impact investment that might be non-concessionary, meaning you don't expect to get your money back for um, 
I'm sorry, concessionary, you don't expect to get a, a market rate return. So for kind of riskier investments, it's a good place to put that where you can support something. Um, and if it makes a little bit, but not necessarily full market rate return, that is going to have a positive impact on the, those companies and will actually give you more money in the long run to be able to contribute to a charitable organization. That's a great idea, kind of mixing the two together, you know, putting money towards charity, but letting it grow by investing in impact investing. And then later on, all that money is going to go to charity anyway. So maybe if you don't get quite as much return, it's okay, because all of it is to just make more of a social impact on this world. Exactly. I just love finding those kinds of win-win-win kind of situations where you find different ways where you can put that money out there and make all that positive impact and grow it along the way. Yeah, no, I love that. All right. So if people want to learn more, if they want to find out more information about how to you know, maybe do more of the impact investing side or, or just learn more about what you do, how can they find you? I can be found on a couple of places. My website is thephysicianphilanthropist.com. And on there, I do have a blog that gives like these kind of easy, simple steps to get started. And I also have some courses and my newest course was actually just on impact investing. So it's like a an online self-based course. Um, so I can be contacted through that website, thephysicianphilanthropist.com, or I am on social media on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn at Physician Philanthropist. And I'm always interested in people's questions and seeing how I can help. And we'll put all her information into the show notes as well. So thanks so much for coming on. Do you have any last words of advice or wisdom or something that you want our audience to know? Oh, thanks. This has been great. I would just say that I would love for people to be able to understand that the money that you have is a powerful tool and it doesn't have to be a lot of money, but it is a powerful tool and it can be the most effective way to make change in the world. And I would like people to kind of feel that power and understand as they put their money out into the world that they can really do so much good with it. I love that message. Well, thank you so much for coming on and everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and let me know by leaving a review. It really helps get the word out. And now the disclaimer, I am not a certified financial professional and this show is really just for your education as well as your entertainment. I'm also a physician, but I'm probably not your physician. So if you need any medical advice, please consult your own physician. Thank you.